looks like a fan of Jericho. This is Marking Out, man! This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Friend and like this Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Talk by pro wrestling fans. Welcome to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 431. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. I am one of your hosts, Dr. Dave, aka Dave the Rave, that all the ladies crave. Also, you can go check out all of the past episodes, markingout.com, Stitcher Radio, or Google Play. Also, go buy a t shirt, prowrestlingtees.com slash markingout. Give us a like on Facebook. And also, go check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash markana11. Send us an email, because why not? Markana1 at gmail.com. And, of course, follow us on Twitter at out. You can follow myself at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Unfortunately, Chris is unable to join us this week, but give him a follow at ChrisWeenDog. And, of course, give a follow to Brandon at BTTG161. And I'm actually here with Brandon as well. Hey, Brandon, how are you? I'm awesome as always. How are you? I'm doing great as always. Cool. You know? <laughs> Thanks. So how was your week? It was good. Any highlights? I, I went... <laughs> I what? Went, I, I saw Cher last week. Hey, there you go. It was you go. it was a good show, but it was like really Vegasy, if you know, like... Well, I I don't think I would go to a share show without expecting it to be Vegas like. Yeah, I I mean I guess I was just I knew what I was going into because I've seen the set list, but I was like hoping there would be more Sunny and Share songs, which there there weren't. She did two Sunny and Share. Wow, that's it. Yeah, and then she has like she had like a new album come out because she was in that that Mamma Mia movie, the uh-huh. sequel or whatever. So she released an album of all these mama uh, of the, all these ABBA songs. Uh huh. And she does she does three of them in the in the set, but like she doesn't even mention the fact that she's doing them because she was in the movie or because she was releasing a or because she had released an ABBA cover album. I guess she just assumes that everybody knows. But it's I I, I don't know I feel like she spoke in like all the wrong places. Mm-hmm. There could have been more. I don't know, it, and then like parts of the show, like the very last song, I think it was the "Believe" or whatever her famous song. <laughs> I think it was that one that opened with like an EDM remix. Uh-huh. It's like I don't want that. I don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. And it's like it, it kind of seemed like the show was catering towards, or trying to cater towards a younger generation. Okay. But, like, it was very, like, tired. I don't... I, this That is a concert that I will be happy if I've never seen. Like, I have no reason to see it. There's always the commercials for her, the Cher show on TV. No, the Cher show, that's a Broadway show. Yeah, but even... But the music in general, because, of course, during the commercial, they always play her music. And I'm, like, thinking, I'm, like, I don't like it. I don't care for it. So, you don't like Sonny and Cher? 
I, I got can, you, babe. Are you kidding me? I mean, I like the song, but I could take it or leave it. That's like that's to me one of the top songs. Really? Yeah. Why? Yeah, it just is. What makes it a top song? Uh, it's just the feeling. I don't know. The I don't sound think it, to me. I don't know. I don't think so. For me, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, other sure than that, also, I was disappointed. The, the her poster, she she was selling two different posters. Mm-hmm. One was a, a specific tour poster where it was just like the cover of like the advertisements that have been around. Mm-hmm. That says like tour 2019 or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like anything specific. So I ended up not getting that. And then the other poster was technically a tour post but it was like a special edition one what was like a i don't like a cartoon graphic almost or whatever uh uh-huh. but it didn't even say anything like tour this tour that so i just i ended up i just got the program you should go into advertising for them <laughs> and that's what into advertisement for who for I don't know, making the publications and stuff. You would be good at that. You know exactly what people want, what you want. I don't know what people want. I know what I want. <laughs> yeah, but that's usually what's good for you is good for the people. I don't know. Whoever's in charge of the NXT posters should be in charge of like almost everything. Yeah, so, I mean, be- sometimes you go to a concert and they have a really good poster. Like um, Fleetwood Mac, this uh-huh. tour, it was a really good poster. Um. Even Billy Joel, they're kind of generic, but uh-huh. like these days, at least he's putting out posters. I think it's cool. Yeah, and they're unique to because he plays the Garden once a month, so he it's unique to each month. So that's pretty cool. I go back and forth. I could definitely see Billy Joel, but I also don't feel a need to see Billy Joel. Well, I this November I'm completing it because I uh, completing my 12 month period because I have. Or not, whatever. I'm I'm completing the fact that I've seen Billy Joel at least once in each month. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I went. I got tickets to the November show today. I also got tickets to see the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> well, why would? Okay. Well, wait. But, what was the first one? The Billy Joel. Yeah. I, I when was that? November. Okay. And but and then the Jonas, Jonas Brothers, Brothers is because I want to see BB Rexa. She does that country song. Yeah, meant to be. Yeah. So I'm hoping she's got like a somewhat long set also. Mm-hmm. Because I'm specifically going to see her. She also has a thing that goes on sale on Friday, a meet and greet package for 75 bucks, but that's too much, I think, for me. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, I uh, I made Hawaiian chicken and meatballs today. Or not today, this week. Uh-huh. Um, separately, not together. I, I was I was eating the chicken dish, and I had like I was like, hmm, I think I can make meatballs like this as well. Uh huh. And it was pretty good. It's a pretty simple thing. I just poured some orange juice, some rice wine vinegar, some brown sugar, onions, peppers, pineapple, soy sauce, and just eat it all. It was good. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. And I went to Ruby Tuesday as well, used my birthday coupon for a free, oh. uh, free burger. I don't know if I – I don't know. I'm good on Ruby Tuesday. I, I See, 
I think they've definitely gotten way better than they used to be. Uh huh. Plus, it, they have the salad bar, so that's that's okay. Yeah, I guess so. And then I went to uh, Vincent's Clam Bar in Carl Place. Used my birthday coupon there. <laughs> Never heard of it. It's a it's an Italian restaurant. Vincent's Clam Bar. Uh, what yeah, kind it of was, a it was originally they give you? Uh, free entree. Really? Yeah. So I get this like steak wrap there. Uh huh. Gigantic. It comes with that, and you could either get a soup in a bread bowl or a salad. Last what, time I why went did there, I get the invite to this? I just went by myself. I'm mean, not by myself. I'm with my dad, but uh, it's not like buy one you also get free. <laughs> <laughs> Go with birthday boy, get free food. But uh, so the last time I had tomato soup in a bread bowl, which I thought was really good. This time the only soups that they had available were Manhattan clam chowder, New England clam chowder, and lobster bisque. So that sucked. So I got a Caesar salad instead. What? Lobster bisque is always I don't always eat good. fish at all, so... Outside the tuna fish, like, salad. I, I, I love lobster bisque. But yeah, Vincent's is really cool. Like, one time I went there, and uh, they have, like, celebrity nameplates on the tables. I, I feel like I've been there before. It's right where uh, Toys R Us used to be in Carl Place. Yeah, I Literally feel right like next I've, door. I really feel like I've been here before. You might have. There's a lot of celebrity pictures all over the wall. Julie Andrews and I know Jim Duggan was one of them. Who'd he ever beat? He was on. He was one time I went there and that was the plaque that uh, on the table. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool that you ended up just. It just so ended up that you sat at his table. Yeah, but that's that was cool. a long time ago. And uh, and then I, I went yesterday, used my free Carvel coupon, used my uh-huh. free small, got my free small cone. Where was that? Carvel. Oh, gotcha. The guy pulled it at first, and it, like, fell over. Uh-huh. So he went and pulled another cone, and it was kind of like, he goes, it's kind of, like, soft, so it was, like, drooping. So I was like, can I get a <laughs> cup? He gives me the cup. And he's got the other one in his hand. I thought he was going to give it to me also, but he didn't. Really? No. But the, the free birthday cone, depending at, depending which Carvel you go to, you get like a really big amount in that small cone. One year I went, actually last year I went, and the woman was like, as if she had never seen that coupon before. Mm-hmm. And she was like, so convinced, like trying to convince herself like, oh, I don't want to like even kind of give this. Yeah. But she like, she, she does it but it's like such a small amount like she didn't want to like give away a free ice cream cone because it's so expensive yeah i don't know that's wild so i I made sure not to go back to that one (laughs) all right so what else did you end up doing uh that's really it tomorrow i'm going to billy joel again (laughs) (laughs) but it's I, i didn't i didn't go into 2019 and plan I'm going to see Billy Joel in May because I've already seen him, I think, two or three times in May. Well, I mean, you I kind of twice. planned it specifically. No, I, I did not because I, I only needed March, um, June, September, and November. And those were the four <laughs> months I was only planning to see Billy Joel. And then he announced his birthday, which is my birthday. Which is when? Tomorrow. So it's like I'm not gonna ah. I'm not gonna not go 
on our birthday. That's true, a.k.a. my bar mitzvah day. Yes. I, I appreciate you celebrating it correctly. I know you want me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Friday I leave for Orlando. Which I, I, haven't, I haven't had Cracker Barrel in 2018 yet. I haven't had it in quite some time, so... I actually, I don't even think I had it last year. Really? Yeah, I, I don't recall. I think the last time I had it was 2016. Maybe I did have it last year, and when we went to Atlantic City, I think I, I think I went to Atlantic City in in March or so. Uh huh. But yeah, so other than that, I'm just I got a pack still. <laughs> uh huh. I did all my shirts. I packed my shirts. I got my socks. Ah, yeah. But how was uh, how was your week? My week was pretty uh pretty good. You know, um, what can I tell you? Just treating patients and patience. my grandparents' patients, and then my grandparents came back up from Florida, so that's always good. And outside of that, I don't even, I can't even recall what I did yesterday. Like, my brain at times gets so fried where all I want to do is just go lie down. Um, yeah, everything else is going pretty good. I haven't been able to get back to the gym in a long time, so I got to start doing that again. It's funny. I jotted. I was telling myself, I'm going to jot down my accomplishments at the gym just to kind of hold myself accountable. So on April 1st, I wrote down that I went to the gym, how much time I did on the treadmill, my distance, what exercises I did. And I haven't went back since. So so I look forward to continuing that. Yeah, but April what? First. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so it's been a while. Maybe been, maybe you went as a joke? Maybe, you know. I've just been so busy, but I'm looking forward to uh, getting back to that. But, yeah. I'm just like, I'm looking forward to... I, I say this now, looking forward to eating all the food in Disney World, but I don't know if I'll try any of it. <laughs> But like Why? What do you do? I don't know. There's like so many things that look so good. Uh -huh. It's like how could I eat all of it? Well, you can. They have like these new like Aladdin donuts that look cool. It comes with like a piece of cotton candy on top to like mimic the smoke coming out of Genie's bottle. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You should definitely send pictures of all the food that you eat. Yeah, I don't know. I... Sometimes I feel weird taking pictures by like in a dark setting mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm going i'm booked for boma again so i'm looking forward to eating that uh that little cake thing that mm -hmm. i thought was one of the best things i've ever eaten yeah at some point uh we'll have to go oh let me tell you something so of course everybody that listens knows that i'm a huge game of thrones fan and uh this week did you hear all the news yeah that's their legacy now. A coffee cup. Their legacy uh, is a Starbucks coffee cup. A Starbucks coffee cup. Eight and years of Dungeons and Dragons, or I mean Game <laughs> of Thrones, <laughs> and all of it is, all of it is Starbucks. Yeah, a Starbucks coffee cup ended up in a scene. Um, very very crazy that that didn't get caught in editing. You had like two years, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, you had a lot of time. Maybe to, it was done uh, on purpose. I, 
I don't think you know. Maybe some promotional uh, advertising maybe, right there. Maybe Starbucks was like, "Hey, we'll get people talking." Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really take anything away from me. I'm still a huge fan, and it still doesn't really. I mean, honestly, when you're watching the scene, it's not like your eyes go to that and you notice it. Yeah, well, so, if that was the case, then everyone would have noticed it at first. Exactly. I don't even think I saw – well, I didn't see it go on to Twitter, but I don't even know how many people were paying that much attention to that detail. But still pretty crazy. I feel like someone's definitely going to get fired for that. I don't think so. And it's they can't get fired. <laughs> over next week <laughs> well i mean i guess but even still like the whoever did the editing probably will get a scolding from that mm, no no i don't think so someone's got it there's got to be some sort of a penalty no i don't know i'd probably just be like whoops <laughs> oh so much for that well also, right. speaking of entertainment and stuff, the big hoopla last week, Chris was mad excited about it, spoke about it. Sonic, they announced that they're changing him. They're going out, they're going into the film and re-editing the whole thing to um, appease the people that complained. I'm really happy about that because it did look really weird to me. I mean, it didn't look anything like uh, Sonic. Yeah, like, he's already a digital character. Like, if you're going to make him look a little more realistic, why wouldn't you stick to how he looks? Yeah, I don't understand why they um, wanted to change it so much. But hopefully, whatever adjustment they do, hopefully it's pretty good. I, I'm uh, indifferent either way. What do you mean by that? Like I don't, I don't need to see a Sonic movie. I've only played the game a few, a handful of times. Oh man, I used to play that game all the time at my grandma, uh, grandparents' house. Always. I own it. I think I own a Sonic game for Xbox, but I haven't played it yet. I used to always play it, but it doesn't mean that I'm interested in the movie, though. So, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know there well how about the, our, uh, <laughs> huh. the controversy of the uh the kentucky derby how how about that people say yeah. wrestling is fake come on yeah i mean so many people were they made them wait 22 minutes 22 minutes and they reversed the decision of the winnings i would be would have been furious if i had that if imagine if somebody had that winning ticket and they're like, I just won X amount of money. This is going to change my life. And then they find out after 22 minutes. Nope. Sorry, DQ. More so. What if the other person ripped up their ticket? And I it turns the out, same, and it turns I thought out the, same the horse thing. won. Yeah. I thought the same thing. How many people during that time were like, I knew I shouldn't have bet that horse and just shredded it up. I feel like that's and, like the very first thing people do after a horse race is rip up their ticket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No, I'm totally with you, dude. It was a crazy week, though. Uh, so, all right. Well, how about some uh, sports entertainment? Let's talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Vince... 
opened up Monday Night Raw, even though Roman Reigns was on social media claiming that he was going to open up the show at 8, and then WWE tweeted him, they're like, eh, no, you're not. You're a SmackDown superstar. He goes, ah, I don't care. I'm going to show up, just have my music ready to cue. And Vince McMahon promises that it's going to be a show that nobody forgets because he's on it. Roman Reigns comes out, uh, and he was saying that on social media, he said he'd be there. No. And uh, he said he's going to keep showing up every week until, uh, or until, I guess, the fans stop wanting him, maybe. I don't know. I feel like that was like a very Billy Joel thing of him to say. I don't think he said that, but <laughs> I think he I... just said he's going to keep showing up every week. Yeah, I think that's more along the side of longer what he said. And then Vince but, goes, that would open the floodgates. And then Daniel Bryan's <laughs> music hit. Perfect hue right there. Yeah, and he cuts a promo about losing at WrestleMania to Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston comes out. And Vince decides to introduce a wild card rule. Which meant three people from SmackDown could show up on Raw. And any three people from Raw could show up on SmackDown. I am just going to intervene right now. I just came across this huge stat. So we were just talking about Game of Thrones, right? That Starbucks mistake gave Starbucks over $2 billion in free advertising. How crazy is that? Yeah. $2 billion. $2 oh. billion. I still so. – I am I mean they give out free water, which is cool, and it's filtered, but I'm still – I hate Starbucks. I don't like coffee, but they overcharge for everything, so – I was actually pleasantly surprised that the coffee wasn't as expensive as I once thought. Hmm. So, all right, continue. Sorry. They're all over Disney World, though, and you get free, uh, well, you get free water anyway in Disney, but. Yeah. Specifically Starbucks, you can go in there at any location and get Uh free water. Uh, But yeah, so Kofi came out, he introduces the wild card rule, and then Drew McIntyre came out. Said he was there to take care of Roman Reigns. Vince sets up, let's have have some WrestleMania rematches. Sets up Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. Sets up Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship. AJ Styles comes out at the end of the segment. Where you thought maybe he was going to be part of this. But they cut to commercial. Everyone left except for AJ Styles and Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. And uh, AJ was questioning Vince about the wild card rule. And he re-explained it only to have Seth Rollins come out. Rollins told him that this is his show. It's not like SmackDown. It's not the face that runs the place. It's not his show or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, then Vince McMahon goes, you want some action? You'll get some action. Sets up a tag match where I thought it would be like huge opponents because they were making us wait for it because they cut to commercial. Mm-hmm. And then it was Lashley and Baron Corbin. Yeah. I mean, wh- who were you expecting, though? I have no idea. To me, I, I thought it needed to be... Like, Ross started out super hot. And then they introduced Lashley, and I was like, oh. Yeah. 
I I I get that. Like it, the intro was weird, but I was enjoying it. And then Lashley's music hits, and I'm like, that like it completely killed everything for me. Yeah, no, I understand that. I thought that it was a hot open, but then once it went to Lashley, it was just like, ah. Eh. And then once the announcer started to go through all the accomplishments of Baron Corbin, you're like, oh man. But uh, yeah, because so, uh, really, it's like. I don't like Lashley is nothing to me without Leo Rush. Yeah. But him and Corbin pick up the victory. Styles accidentally hit Seth Rollins with a phenomenal forearm, and uh, he left the match, leaving uh, Rollins there all by himself. Yeah, and that was pretty surprising too. I mean, was it accidental? Was it not? Yeah, that's how commentary plays it. But come on. What do you take? It's clearly how like you it's set up so it's accidental. And then AJ just doesn't care, so he walks off. Yeah, he was just like, Oh well and then just left. But I guess he did owe him one because of that sucker punch from last week. So next up you had oh, but he he put Rollins through a table last week. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Next up, you had Sami Zayn coming on out, cutting a promo. Uh, I, I'm loving his promos, and I'm loving his entrance too. How he's just going crazy when he gets out there. He's falling on the ground and everything. But Braun Strowman cuts him off. Yeah, he leaves it out there to the entire locker room, and uh, Braun chased him backstage. Ends up uh, catching up to him, tossed him into a dumpster, which is like then this. dumped into a truck. Yeah, but this entire catch, uh, ma- uh, mouse cat scene, was pretty cool, funny to watch. Just Braun chasing down Zane and Zane trying to evade him. I just don't get why it happened. I don't understand that either, but it did. Especially because we had two cat mouse chases on Raw taking back, taking a place backstage. Yeah, but like Sami Zayn's not part of. Right? He's not part of the Money in the Bank, is he? Um. Like, mm, Braun Strowman is. Braun? Yeah, Braun is 100% in the Money in the Bank, so that didn't do anything to hype up. No, Money I don't think. Bank. I don't think Zane is in it at all. But, uh, yeah, he's not, because it's McIntyre, Corbin, Ricochet, and Strowman. Yeah, no, he's not in it. But, yeah, it is weird that they had two cat mouse chases backstage yeah but speaking of uh not understanding what happened lucha house party defeated three jobbers enhancement talent uh, why like why i don't was, get that like, was it because cinco de mayo was on sunday i don't get it yeah mike micus randall floyd and shane mercer so it, it was I feel like they're struggling to figure out where Lucha House Party fits in. Like, just because Viking Raiders have a squash match doesn't mean Lucha House Party has to have a squash match too to just make them relevant in the tag team division. People know who they are. Yeah. Uh, That's next what I said up, last week about Oscar. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had Ricochet picking up a victory over ooh, Robert Rude. Robert Rude. That's his name, Robert. Um, yeah, Which so... Was, this was for Ricochet's spot in the Money in the Bank match. 
which I thought was dumb. Like, why would anyone put their spot on the line? Mm-hmm. And why would you have Robert Roode, like, re-debut as Robert Roode, leave him off TV for a week, and then have him lose? I, I don't yeah. get What does that do? Nothing. Nothing. Up next, you had uh, Rey Mysterio talking to Dominic. Dominic went to, I think, Rey Mysterio sent him to get some water or something. And Samoa Joe ends up, like, chasing him down followed him and uh he ends up yelling at him to deliver a message to Rey Mysterio so we're definitely going to get some sort of involvement from Dominic yeah I mean he might be who knows I'm I'm just hoping that Samoa Joe chokes out Dominic at some point imagine next Dominic is just I don't know I don't know maybe Maybe Dominic turns heel who knows Maybe in two weeks they switch Dominic with Walter and try to see if we don't notice it. I don't think they look that much alike. I don't know <laughs> why that's... I don't thing. know. I, I definitely saw it when I first saw that picture, the side-by-side. I definitely saw it on clip on a quick glance. But it, it is a stretch, but you have to free your mind. Uh, next up, you had Lacey Evans. Uh, she picked up the victory over uh, Allie Katrina. Quick squash match. A lot of squash matches tonight. Yep. Prior to this, Lacey invited Dana Brooke, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, and Natalia to watch her match ringside. So they were there ringside, but it's like big whoop. This match, it was over so fast. Yeah. I mean, it was just a showcase for, like, out of all of these squash matches, this one I could get. Because we haven't seen Lacey Evans really have uh, display what she could potentially do in the ring. So this uh, usage of a jobber, I could definitely... Enhancement talent. See. Enhancement talent. I can and, uh, Yeah, so Lacey cut a promo afterwards about none of them cashing in. Like, they, oh, none of you better think about cashing in on me. <laughs> and then Becky came out, uh, attacked her, went to put her in the disarmor, but Lacey, she got out of that and left. There. Next oh. up, you had a non-title match. The Viking Raiders picking up the victory over Hawkins and Ryder. This, like, it was odd to me that the Viking Raiders just picked up a victory, a pretty a clean victory over the tag team champions. What does this say about the tag team champions right now? Yeah, I hope they, <laughs> I, I hope they hold the titles for longer than a month. I mean, the only. The, even if they hold it for a month, if you put Viking Raiders up against them again, well, for actually, as of today, they are. WrestleMania was on the seventh, so that's true. They but have even been still, champions for exactly a month. If Hawkins Ryder pick up a victory over a Viking Raiders, I could see it being as we made mention to on the previous podcast that it's going to be a quick victory. It's going to be a sneak, uh, schoolboy pin or a quick roll up. And I don't know if I could... They were doing quite well holding their own in that match. It just, like, ended poorly, I guess. Like, yeah. Viking they, Raiders they, took over. They did do well. I mean, you had the 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 broski boot and everything like that. They did do well. They, they did the, he did the broski boot, and they didn't even call it that. He Well, he didn't do the fist pumping. Yeah, but that's, like, it's the same move, just because it doesn't, like, taunt before. <laughs> I guess so, but that's the thing. It was, I don't know. 
it, it, as of now, it looks like they could end up losing the titles on at Money in the Bank, but I really hope that's not the case. Who are they against? Nobody yet. They don't have because the thing is, if Hawkins or Ryder pick up the victory, it's going to be a quick roll up. No matter who the person is in that ring, it's going to be a quick roll up, which sucks that they're in that position. But that's also the kind of like the gimmick that they're going with based off of Hawkins losing streak. Yeah. Like they're going based off of those that like shocking surprise out of nowhere victories. Speaking of shocking and surprising, Firefly Funhouse aired another episode in which Buzzard, Buzzy I should say, ate Ramblin' Rabbit. Yeah, we have our first casualty of the uh, Firefly Funhouse. I don't see how this is going to translate to wrestling, though. I don't either. I could see it's... And I'm not sure how many of these we're going to get, but I'm kind of... I don't know. I'm kind of, like, not feeling it. I mean... You did have something flash on the screen with Bray being closer to the screen and stuff like that. And then you had his interaction with the kids and the kids no selling. Um, I don't know. And then Bray Wyatt said this past week that he had put secret a secret like phrase into like eight different promos. Back in like 2015, like one word doesn't belong or something, or one sentence doesn't belong in each promo. And what does that lead up to? Nobody knows. You got to figure it out yourself. Who knows? Nobody's figured it out yet. It doesn't seem like it, at least. But I'm confused. Like, what is it supposed to, if you piece it together, what does it equivalent? I don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows the message. Huh. Well, next up, you had Roman Reigns picking up the victory over Drew McIntyre in a WrestleMania rematch. Like, first of all, via disqualification. Yes. In a a match that nobody wanted at WrestleMania, which I don't know why anybody would want it again on Monday Night Raw. I didn't want it. I didn't want it at WrestleMania, and I didn't want it on, on Raw. And I always said from the start that that match sounded like a match that would have happened on Raw. Yeah. Now it did. It's like the same thing at Money in the Bank. I said this the other week. It's Elias versus Roman Reigns. That just, it doesn't fit. But that's why the match came to an end was because Shane McMahon and Elias attacked Roman Reigns. And nah. Miz, Miz came out and uh, went to attack Shane with a uh, chair. Kind of ran him off. And chased him all throughout, uh, which was kind of weird because, like, his he, his theme song hit, and it just never cut off until he exited the arena. And then he just left Roman Reigns in the ring to yeah, be picked McIntyre off. McIntyre and Elias continued. Yeah, they just beat up. They were just like, they let Shane McMahon go on his own, and they just stuck around beating up. Like, I was just like, okay. I, like, I was expecting the, someone's theme song to hit to make a save or something, and... No, they just continue to beat down Roman Reigns and then cut to commercial. But then you, they came back from commercial only to show the backstage. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Charlie? Yeah. No. Caught up. I think it was Kayla. I don't. I call. I think I call both of them Charlie. Oh, I don't nice. know who's who. Uh, but I'm they, almost certain it was Kayla Braxton. Or maybe know. it wasn't. She might be on SmackDown only. Well, the backstage announcer uh, I, let's, let's, I'm going to say I think it was Charlie Caruso now that I'm rethinking about it 
Well, she went. Around, she found Shane McMahon with the cameras and was trying to interview him. And Shane's like, like surprised that she's doing this right now because he's in the process of hiding from the Miz. So that was kind of weird that she was like pursuing him. Yeah, uh, it was kind of weird. But then he gets down to the limo and he's about to get into the limo. And then out of nowhere, the Miz comes behind him with the chair and smacks him with the chair. Um, and they start to brawl a little bit. And she yeah, fights him off and, and gets away. Mm-hmm. I, I like this segment. I like the Miz chasing him down and everything. Um, it was cool. But it, it kind of mimicked what we got earlier in the night, though. So that, that was just weird to me that we saw Braun and Zayn earlier and now we're getting Miz and Shane now both same backstage gimmick plus Shane and Zayn rhyme Shane and Zayn do rhyme yes you were supposed Um, to see Revival versus the club up next however the Usos came out the Usos were like sneaking around backstage earlier looking like complete perverts yeah it is weird I don't know what they're doing with them and all of a sudden they're uh the, the Revival are, like, kind of, like, I don't know, itching, scratching themselves. Mm-hmm. And the Usos revealed that they had put Icy Hot into their trunks. So, I don't know what kind of, like, perverted gold dust stuff is going on here. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Don't, I don't get it. I don't, like, they're going with this entire prank war... Uh, against the revival, but I don't understand why. Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. Up next, Lars Sullivan attacked No Way Jose, uh, which a bunch of those rosebuds were getting like some serious, uh, taking some serious bumps. Uh, yeah, right in the corner of the barricade. Yeah. That looked nasty, and then even when he tossed uh, one of the other uh, rose rosebuds, <laughs> I mean that's what they they're rosebuds to me. I don't know. Yeah, we might as well just continue calling them rosebuds. But he tossed one of them right into the the corner of the the turnbuckle post. Unless do we call them like hose buds or something? I don't know. I'm good with. I'm totally fine with rosebuds. And then uh, after this, Vince McMahon changed it from three to four people appearing on uh, each show for the wild card rule. And he said Elias didn't count, so. Yeah, well, I mean, a big reason why for his switch was uh, Lars. Yeah. It, which is weird. Like, it's very rare that we see Vince petrified and, or portraying himself as petrified. And when Lars came in, he was just, it was like he was ready to piss himself i mean right i guess yeah the main event of monday night raw saw the wwe champion kofi kingston smackdown superstar defending the title against smackdown superstar daniel bryan i wonder how many times that has happened where a uh raw main event was another company or another brand i can only think of booker t and buff bagwell (laughs) I think that was the yeah. main event. I'm not sure. That might have been a 10, 10 o'clock slot. But <laughs> I'm almost certain that ended Raw one time. Yeah, I know it did. But yeah, so that... Kofi picks up the, the victory over Daniel Bryan. And this was a good match. Like, as dumb as I th- think that that uh, the match concept-wise was, I thought the match itself was really good. 
I mean, since you had the other people that you have in this main event was going to be Rollins or AJ, and you already paired them up in that tag team match earlier. So well, who no, else? I mean, Roman Reigns and Drew Mac- McIntyre were in that opening segment. So oh, see, so you, so you say I, I, don't, I don't know what you would. Well, do even them, even, but... but I mean, from if you're talking about Monday Night Raw wise, who else would you have close Monday Night Raw? Right. I mean, Roman Reigns is SmackDown. You have AJ and Rollins, but they were used. You put them in a tag team match earlier in the night. Um, to me, it's like else? a Bambrose to Brock Lesnar also, because it's like, hey, look, I'm on SmackDown, and I'm showing up to Raw and defending the title. I think it definitely helps Kofi Kingston look like a more credible champion and helps to build him up. It's a clean finish. Yeah, no, I do agree that I think he's doing a great job as champion. Um I am very surprised that we haven't seen much ever. Um, what is it? Uh, media appearances by Kofi, though, right? I don't know. Like as a champion, as like as a like for what? Like I don't know. Overall, show like, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I know New Day has made appearances on the Tonight Show, not like the interview portion. Yeah, I feel like they should put Kofi on something, just yeah. to get some more promotion out there. Uh, but, moving over to SmackDown. AJ Styles, Mr. Monday Night, opened up the show, <laughs> cutting a promo about missing SmackDown, which I thought was dumb because he's been gone for like three weeks. Yeah. Sami Zayn cuts him off, says that he'd rather be anywhere else but Kentucky. But he knew AJ Styles was going to be there and needed to call AJ out for his ego. Yeah. And it's like... I. I don't understand how, like, he just got dumped into a truck on Raw. <laughs> how did he escape? Or more so, how is he, like, completely fine? <laughs> but AJ Styles was making, like, smelling jokes or whatever. Yeah. To which the crowd chanted, take a shower. But Sami Zayn was cut off by Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. This basically sets up a triple threat. Yeah. Up next, Kevin Owens uh, cut a, a promo from his car to explain that since it's his birthday, he's not even going to be there tonight. Even though he was supposed to open up SmackDown, he did what Roman Reigns did. But Yeah, he was just like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, and then up next, we were supposed to, well, we were seeing Mustafa Ali versus Andrade Cien Almas, but that went to a no contest because Randy Orton came out. <laughs> And RKO'd both of them, which it's like such a tired and old spot to me. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, man. Randy Orton's RKO out of nowhere reminds me a lot of that Cher show. That Cher concert. Why? <laughs> a lot of it's tiring. I don't know. Like It feels like she's she's been doing that. I feel like, she, although her set list might be a little bit different, I feel like every single Cher show would have been, like, exactly the same since as long as it's been, like, the 90s or whatever. Can you say share show 10 share times show, fast? Share show, share show, Yeah, I don't know. But And it's also, <laughs> she had opening for her. It was Niall Rogers with uh, Sheik. Which Who is that? He he did the, he, like, wrote a bunch of songs for people. Like, he did uh, I'm Coming Out for Diana Ross, Upside Down, uh, We Are Family, more, uh, he, he also did that song Le Freak. You know, like, uh-huh. aw, freak out. Yeah. Say chic, le freak. 
Yeah, so, these are you're definitely naming a lot of music that I would rather not listen to. It's like, well, he's more like Studio Fifty Four ish, but I, and it's also he's really good. I've seen him two other times. I saw him. I had yeah, three Studio Fifty Four. I'm not. I, I don't. I'm not a fan of Studio Fifty Four. I don't know. I think it was good. He also, um, Will Smith used. Um, I forget what song it was for. Uh, for getting jiggy with it. Yeah. So like he used that beat, whatever. Also, he did that one of like his newest songs with Daft Punk, "Get Lucky" and Pharrell Williams. Mm-hmm. But literally every single time I've seen him, it's been the same exact set list. Maybe that's all he knows. So I'm saying it's like, how many times can we possibly see this RKO out of nowhere? Like, are people really popping over this still? No, no, nobody is. It's like it's cool. Like he did it in the Royal Rumble to to Almas last year or whatever, and then this year it's like it's like the same spots over and over again. There's nothing new. Nah. No, we've seen it all before. So Shane McMahon comes out, unrelated to Randy Orton, Mustafa Ali, and Andrade Cien Almas. And cuts a promo about Money in the Bank. Then he moves on to appointing Daniel Bryan and Rowan as the new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. To which the Usos cut Shane McMahon off. And said there's absolutely no way. So Shane sets up a tag team match. Daniel Bryan and Rowan win the titles. Very good match. I'm happy that they're champions. I thought it was a little dumb because if the Usos won, they would have been Raw superstars as SmackDown champions. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was a really good match. Like, they, all four of them killed it. Yeah. Afterwards, Daniel Bryan and Rowan were being interviewed. And I don't know if we're going to see, like, I feel like, the, I think the interviewer asked Daniel Bryan about the whole leather belt situation. Uh-huh. Which I feel like he kind of dodged and turned it into a more of a situation of uh, there really not being a tag team division and how the Usos didn't care about making tag team wrestling relevant and how New Day didn't really care about that. Like, he, he, he mentioned how it's like the, the, the women evolution, women's evolution, and like, oh, we want a main event WrestleMania. Daniel Bryan's like, well, I want to be a tag team to main event WrestleMania. Yeah. So I don't know if this is gonna like be a lengthy tag team title run for him, mm-hmm. but uh, it should be interesting. Later, I... later on, later on the night, they were walking by Otis and Tuck, and uh, maybe it kind of seems like uh, it, Otis was staring at the the title. So maybe we're gonna see them be the next challengers. Yeah, well, it definitely seems like Daniel Bryan is gonna be making his way away from. Uh the championship now but like are we gonna see like earth friendly tag team titles now huh that could be up next though you had shane mcmahon out there to make a big announcement about money in the bank about both matches specifically and then miz attacked him from behind b team came out attacked miz miz escaped from that and attacked B-Team, and then uh, Shane attacked Miz with a uh, chair from behind. Yeah, kind of getting the upper hand once again. I, I 
could only believe that the Miz is going to. Uh, yeah. I have. I don't know. I have no idea at this point, especially with the B team. They could get involved. It's a steel cage match. There's four sides of that ring. I do like that. So much is taking place. Um, maybe you have the B team during the match drag out Miz's father on the stage, distracting the Miz and allowing Shane pick up the victory. Yeah, I don't know. But, or it would have to be maybe from like the opposite side of where the door is. True, true. A lot could be taking place. Up next, you had Fire and Desire. I don't even know if they call them that. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville team up and defeat Carmella and Ember Moon. Carmella's back to being blonde. Carmella! It's been quite some time since we've seen that. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, this it's is a very, a very quick match, though. Paige came out afterwards with Asuka and Kyrie. Kind of surprising to see the, both of them pick up such a quick victory, too. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, I mean, Carmella, former champion, Ember Moon, uh, NXT champ. Yeah. And so, Paige basically says that next week they're going to start their, like, dominance and or their streak or whatever and take on Mandy and Sonya next week. I really hope Mandy Rose comes out as the victor at uh, Money in the Bank. Nah, There's I'm no hoping, denying. I'm hoping for Alexa Bliss. I don't know. I, I like the unexpected. I think Mandy Rose totally deserves it. I mean, look at everything that she has accomplished. I mean, when they first came up, we were like, There's, okay, Mandy. They, like they, we, they need a tag team division. There's no tag team division. I, I agree with you. They definitely need a tag team division. But the thing is, I feel like Mandy and Sonya, they're kind of pushing towards more single life in I don't think Especially they are, because they keep them. finding themselves again as a tag team. Yeah, I don't know. This week there was like five minutes combined of women TV time. Um, out, of, out of five, uh, yeah, five hours. Yeah, I, I definitely think that it was lacking a I think, lot. I think that Shane, that second Shane segment could have been cut. But where? what else are you going to end up doing that isn't a repeat? I mean, you could like, have had longer matches. It wouldn't have been such a quick victory for Mandy and Sonya. I guess. Liv Morgan's been left off of SmackDown. The Iconics yeah. were on SmackDown via .com. Right. came squad. out in between breaks. Riot Squad's on Raw. But they oh, haven't no, been but used. But I mean, like, on Raw they weren't used. But, like, the Iconics them, came is out. Is Ruby injured? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm not sure. I, I know Liv me, broke her toe. I thought Ruby was anything. injured. But, like, they, the Iconics came out during the commercial break that could have, like, easily been instead of Shane McMahon and Miz. Yeah. And I know this isn't, a, like, involvement with women, but Buddy Murphy made his SmackDown debut during a commercial break to make fun of Mustafa Ali. Why during a commercial break? No idea. That... No idea. Instead of giving us Randy Orton, you could have had Buddy Murphy make fun of Ali on SmackDown. Instead of an Alistair Black He could Black have been promo. the one that broke, the, broke it up. Even in, instead of an Aleister Black promo, you could have done that. Yeah, his promo was super, like, it kind of reminded me of Bray Wyatt. Yeah. He asked for forgiveness for his sins, which he'll seek absolution in the form of uh, victories. I mean, like, does he even wrestle? What does he do? What are they doing? What are they waiting for after Money in the even, Bank? Even instead of this Matt Hardy promo backstage with uh, R-Truth, where Lars Sullivan just ambushed the both of them, 
tossing Matt Hardy outside of the arena and R-Truth putting R-Truth through a, a table with a powerbomb. I thought, I thought it was funny how Matt Hardy, like they were talking, Matt was talking to R-Truth, which they definitely 100% could have just continued on being tag team champions together. But yeah. uh, Matt Hardy, if Caleb Braxton sees Lars and runs off. They look at Hardy, they don't see Lars. And they're like, "Why? where are you going? What are you doing? And they turn around and then Matt Hardy like, does like that Power Ranger like pose from the nineties, and he goes, yeah. like almost as if he was gonna be like, "It's morphin' time," and he goes, "It's Lars, look out!" or something like that. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> I saw some people memeing it where uh, it was like George Mazanin. Yeah, or he was like, "There he is." Yeah, like he said something like that. Yeah, I think he was like, "There he is, look out!" Yeah, there he, he is. Might not yeah. even said "look out," but yeah, I think he said like, "There he is," something weird. Yeah, but uh, the main event of SmackDown was Kofi Kingston defending the WWE Championship against AJ Styles and Sami Zayn, picking up the victory. Just like Monday Night Raw, uh, I think it helps to build up the championship, helps uh, build up Kofi Kingston as a champion. But let's not also forget, some birthday boy uh, made an appearance. Kevin Owens made his way to the ring and, and attacked Xavier Woods. yeah. During the uh, match. Well, I've really enjoyed um, Sami Zayn hitting the blue thunderbomb three times. All three times, Kofi Kingston kicked out. Yeah. For, for like a solid minute, I thought Sami Zayn was about to become champion. Even really? more so when Kevin Owens ran down. I I thought about it. When I, I don't Kevin want to see. Down, but... I don't want to see Kofi Kingston lose the title anytime soon. But if, I can't see him losing it on a SmackDown. But if Sami Zayn was that person that was going to like defeat him, I was like, okay, okay. that would have been cool. That would that would get a lot of heat behind Sami Zayn. Yeah, but then also it would be going into Money in the Bank against Kevin Owens. So True, true. But it was another clean finish. Yeah, Kofi getting the clean finishes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... But, yeah, that is uh, SmackDown. Do we have uh, any outside the ring news? Or? I don't know. I mean, there's the whole Lars Sullivan thing that I really – it's, like, resurfaced again. Hopefully it's not – like, hopefully – Like, I think it came up in January or, uh-huh. like, late December. But I guess now somebody compiled, like, a huge list on Reddit of everything. Oh, jeez. Of, like, being, like, I don't know – racist and homophobic etc yeah if you are considering uh anything like that like anything wwe or trying to make a name of yourself you should just not post think, anything like i think he was posting stuff also while he was in wwe hey so i don't know like, what's going on with there with that yeah i don't understand why would you why you would do any of that yeah and it sucks, like, I don't know, I saw Big E tweeted saying WWE's aware of it. I don't know what's, like, if they're going to yeah. do anything about it, or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you even have, like, Big E making a comment about it. Like, who who knows? Uh, I think that it's something that they will uh, maintain internal, though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they'll publicly comment about it. I don't think that they would make a public comment on it. 
But like, I mean, look what happened with Hogan. He was yeah. caught and fired. Mid-season tough enough. That was pretty public. That's true. That is very true. I don't know. Apparently, uh, AEW signed uh, Angelico. Yeah, I saw that. So that's pretty uh, big news as well. They have um, the the AAA show uh, went on went on sale this this past Sunday, mm-hmm. and those seats are not selling at all. And I don't know if triple triple uh, if AEW is going to be involved with that event at all. But if if they are, I think they should definitely like get on announcing that. I think if maybe their possibility is like they're waiting on double or nothing uh-huh. to like be over with, but I, I think they need like way bigger names to sell out the garden. You could, I, you could literally go to the ticket map and count how many seats were sold. They're not I, selling like, the three hundreds. Like I, t- I said it on the, I, I don't think that it's going to sell out or come close to it. It's nothing like that new Japan and ring of honor event. Nothing. So I, I think it would be crazy to think that it would sell out or come close to it. But then again, maybe there will be involvement with AEW or something else. I mean, I can't see AEW getting involved. Well, I say that because the current AAA tag team champions are the Young Bucks. Uh-huh. They have a, a match. The rematch from uh, their last event was or is taking place at Double or Nothing. They They won the titles from... Lucha Bros. Cody was that on the show true. as well, so I, I'm not ruling out AEW. Jericho announced he's wrestling in Japan again. Uh, New Japan. It was interesting note: uh, Leo Rush wasn't on TV again this week. Right. So who really knows what's going on with him as well? So, unfortunately, but, yeah. Dominic Dijak had to get knee surgery. Yeah. We definitely uh, wish him a speedy recovery. So, also, there's a uh, a takeover that's officially announced. We were toying around, uh, knowing there's a takeover, not knowing where it is, but they officially announced it being NXT Takeover 25 in Bridgeport, Connecticut, of all places. Maybe a 10,000 seat arena. Huh. Um, which I guess Triple H said this is technically the 26th show, but. The arrival wasn't under the takeover name, so it doesn't really count. Uh, so those tickets go on sale on Friday. I, I think uh, because of the whole Saudi Arabia thing, mm-hmm. it's just best to do it closest to home. Yeah, I could agree with that. And that's why I think it's happening in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Because this was originally heavily uh, rumored to be in San Jose, California, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, huh. I'm, I'm. That'd be. I'm looking forward to seeing another takeover. Very. Uh, if it was a little closer, I would definitely be going. I'm at some point I'll see it. Well, I don't know what you're waiting for, man. Waiting for the right time, dude. Unless they announce, like, Survivor Series in in uh, Barclays Center next year. I don't know when I'm going to get to another takeover. 
Mm-hmm. After having SummerSlam, it was nice having that every year. Yeah. And then randomly having the NXT New York. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, I still think it, just on a side note, I know you mentioned it to me earlier on a, about Bray Wyatt's promos. Did what? we mention that on the show or was that pre? No, that was on the show. That was? All right. I wasn't too sure. But anything else? Uh, I don't think so. Not really. Not much. So, shame, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Yep, shameless plugs. Make sure you go check out NYWC Wrestling, Master of the Mac, taking place May 18th in Deer Park, New York. You're going to be seeing James Storm, Willie Weiss, and uh, taking on uh, Randy Summers and Joey Conway. Also, you're going to be seeing the NYWC champion, Rex Lawless, taking on Pat Buck. NYWC Tag Team Champs Papadon and Talon taking on New York Wrecking Crew. Fusion Champ Bull James taking on Michael Mistretta. And you're also going to be having, of course, that Master of the Mat match. Rory Gulak taking on Alex Reynolds, taking on two unnamed opponents. Uh, it's going to be an amazing match uh, event. And it always is a lot of fun. Make sure you go check out nywcwrestling.com for more information. Also, Outlaw Wrestling is taking place on June 6th in Queens, New York. You're going to be seeing Joey Ryan taking on Casanova Valentine. Also, Homicide's going to be in action. So make sure you go check them out. Give them a follow on Twitter at Outlaw Pro Rest. The next shameless plug goes to WXWC4. They will be teaming up with WWE. Uh, this special event is going to be taking place... Um, on Wednesday, Wednesday, May 29th. Thank you. Um, yeah, so this is a transplant fundraiser for Samu. Um, make sure you go check this out. You're going to be seeing so many wrestlers, some WWE wrestlers. You got Samoa Joe, Michael Hayes, Billy Kidman, Cassius Ono, Bennett. Um, you got Tommy Dreamer, Gene Snitsky, uh, the Samoan Dynasty. You can see all of these wrestlers, and they have different um, options for you. You got the VIP Platinum, VIP Gold, VIP Silver, and on and on and on. You do not want to miss this. May 29th, taking place in Allentown, Pennsylvania. All right. Hey, Brandon, you got any shout-outs? Listen to Brandon's shout-outs, because when there are shout-outs, <laughs> there's honey. First shout-out is going to Adam Sandler uh, because he hosted SNL this past week for the very first time. I thought it was a pretty good episode. Any uh, recreate? well, not recreation, but bringing back any of the vintage characters? He did Opera Man. Yeah, how'd that go? It was good. Anybody else? Anything else or no? Um, I think that was it. Really? Yeah, as far as like classic Sandler things go, then they did like a family reunion sort of thing that was like, like hey, like everything that your movies are based on is your family, like it's all us or whatever, and like they were uh-huh. all different characters like Billy Madison, um, uh, Little Nicky, Wedding Singer, etc. Where they were all doing like Adam Sandler impressions. They did that similar sketch once before with uh, Christopher Walken. Yeah. So, that's funny. And I can't wait to see him live next month, so that would be pretty cool. 
Uh, next up goes to the new trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home. Just because of the fact that it opens with Tom Holland warning people that it contains Avengers Endgame spoilers. I thought that yeah, was, that that was it's, pretty cool. And it's really funny because Tom Holland is the uh, the one that spoils. So that's what do even, you mean? Well, he's been oh, he, yeah, okay, I got you. He's the one that him and um, Hulk, Mark Ruffalo, spoil yeah. stuff left and right. Yeah, they don't even mean to. They have to pretty much be kept uh, kept in control, and so even them doing that um, that opening was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, and then last up goes to Dark Side of the Ring, which is a Viceland docu-series about controversial topics in wrestling, like Macho Man and uh, Miss Elizabeth, the Von Erichs, uh, Bruiser Brody's death, the Montreal Screwjob. Uh, the other two episodes that are airing tonight and next week is uh, Gino Hernandez and his death, and then the fabulous Mula. Huh. Yeah, so it's like, when it first came out, like, it was like, oh my god, everyone was, like, freaking out over it. I thought it was just an internet thing. I didn't know it was gonna, like, I didn't know Viceland was a TV channel. I'm, like, far behind. Yeah. I had no idea it was a TV channel. I looked it up. I got it. I think it was channel 151 on Optimum. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, and then I DVR'd all, uh... I had they for whatever reason the Montreal Screwjob one wasn't airing again until I think tonight. Uh huh. So I DVR'd the other three episodes, watched them all in one sitting, and uh, then tonight I'll watch the the next two, the Gino Hernandez one and the the Screwjob one. I don't know if that if that Viceland doc is the one where Earl Hebner says that Brett knew. Uh huh. Or if that was just like a standalone interview or something, but these it's been pretty cool. This series narrated, uh, Mick Foley narrated the Bruiser Brody one, uh, and uh, Dutch Mantel I think narrated the other ones. And what is this? It's like a docu series. It's documentary on wrestling, on like tragedies and stuff. Huh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, and they have like Eric Bischoff and Kevin Von Erich was on the Von Erich one. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Foley, obviously, Tony yeah. Atlas with the with the Bruiser Brody. Oh, they actually interviewed Tony Atlas on it. Yeah, that's really cool. And they inter- they interviewed Abby too, uh-huh. which he like he I don't know his kind of seemed like he was like making stuff up. Yeah, I, I don't know if he could fibbing. trust Abdul the Butcher. Yeah, I don't know because. Dutch Mantel and Tony Atlas have the same exact story, and Abdul the Butcher goes, "No, they're they're lying, or or Tony's lying, or whatever." Yeah, it's like how could they have the same story? But I don't know. I have no yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah, but they're lying. So it's interesting. So check it out. It's on Viceland Wednesdays. You got one more episode, I guess, for this uh, season if it's going to be a thing like that. And uh, those are my shout outs. Now it's time for our our mark out moment of the week. That is right, our mark out moment of the week. Don't you have one? 
Don't you have one? Yeah, um, I definitely marked out for Lars Sullivan that barricade spot. Uh, right when he landed that barricade spot, I was just like, oh. I definitely was just like, yeah, I don't know how much Lars Sullivan is taking care of these people that he's tossing around. Oh, I mean, hopefully he is. I hope so. I mean, definitely does not come off as that. But, yeah, I definitely marked a bit for that beatdown. Yeah. What about you? I have to say from uh, 205 Live, they had a no-DQ match between Mike Kanellis and Akira Tozawa, which Tozawa won, but they they both absolutely killed it. How's Kanellis doing on there? Uh, Well, it's been, like, on and off, like, match-wise, so he's, like, it's been building up to this, kind of. Okay. So it's pretty good. Um, WWE and WWE Universe, for, like, weeks now, haven't tweeted about it. It took... Tozawa getting suplexed on chairs and Kanellis being uh, Hurricane Ronald off the top rope onto two tables with Akira Tozawa also putting himself a little bit through a table for them to tweet that, like, two gifts about it. And and they win a social media award. Well, I, I see what, like, I don't get, like, the, people say, like, oh, well, 205 Live has its own account. NXT has their own account, but WWE tweets about it. Yeah, WWE Universe tweets about it, so it's like just just use one account. Number? No, not not use one, not use one account. I'm more than fine with them using the 205 Live account. They have numbers behind WWE and WWE Universe. Instead of tweet, I, I they have to. There has to be something like that. They're only pushing Miz and Maurice on, on that, the Miz and Mrs. Show. Mm-hmm. On those accounts after SmackDown. Yeah. So I don't know, but if you hadn't watched that uh, that match, definitely check it out from Two Hundred Five Live this past week. And uh, I guess those are those are the markout moments of the week. Now, uh, I guess you could take it home. <laughs> oh, um, well, just going to start off with saying thank you very much for listening to our podcast we appreciate it i almost went back into the now it's time for (laughs) hour you could have i probably would have went with it yeah Uh, uh, but yeah thank you so much for listening we really do support your we do really do support your uh your help no we really appreciate your help and support um but thank you very much um yeah go check out all of our past episodes at mark and i dot com stitcher itunes and google play also make sure that you subscribe to our youtube youtube.com slash marking out 11 buy a t-shirt pro wrestling tees.com slash marking out follow us on twitter at marking out at dave three of underscore mo at bttg161 at chris wing dog give us a like on facebook also send that email marking out one at gmail.com anything else you got to say we wish you the best luck in your future endeavors. Have a good